You guys heard about that guy in Germany, right? With that? The one who who got like all his passwords wrong. Dude, he has two more tries that's my, to get his password correct. That's my worst nightmare is not remembering a password <laughs> and losing out on something like that. Oh my god. Do you know how much he has in Bitcoin? Yeah, isn't like, it, um, isn't over it like billions of dollars or something like that? It's two hundred and twenty million. <laughs> that's crazy. And like he he got his password wrong the first time. So he told apparently he has two more tries and he gets locked out of his account. Well there was also so... there was also one guy who bought like a twenty dollar pizza with Bitcoin like yeah, eight years, years ago, ago. And now it would have been worth like I don't even know what twenty dollars worth of Bitcoin would be worth now. Twenty now will be like what? At least a hundred thousand. Yeah, so you bought an a hundred thousand dollar pizza. Dude, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just I encourage people to buy fractional shares of something like Bitcoin. You know, just put a hundred dollars in a day if you can afford it, or yeah, you know, because Cause like that a hundred dollars. If this goes up, if they say one guy at my office is insisting it's going to get to one hundred twenty thousand by the I, end of the year, I, I think, think it, that's ridiculous. I think it will. That much? Yeah. Really? Think about it. If it gets even, even if a percentage close to what the value of gold is. It's gonna be ridiculous. But what other like the thing that I never I'll be honest, I never really like got as much into it until I like did this career, but like, you know, what I understand why it's so valuable, but like do you really anticipate that that's really going to be in the future in the next like five to ten years, or is it gonna be much longer than that? Like where it's like common. Because like they really want to get rid of the paper cash. Like that's like something I, that like I think eventually I think eventually it's gonna become more common. I think when you have limited resources such as like gold and silver, um, you know, that comes into play. And the fact that cryptocurrency like you could just create like that, you know what I mean? It's so cool. All right, Dave, you did mention we want to get started. I'm sorry, we're so off topic. Oh yeah, whenever you guys are ready. I'm we ready, ready, ready. Roll in from this conversation. It's not a bad one. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> my keyboard is in my apartment in Astoria, so I don't have access to it. But that was a great intro, JV. Could you still not go into your apartment? Uh, I could. I just, I've been lazy. Like, I just don't really want to be there. There's nothing really there for me. I like, I still have to be out here pretty much twice a week, you know, because I have my band rehearsals and shit. And then it's really not horrible driving in the city it's not too bad you know if i have to go in you drive into so, the city yeah it's crazy it's long don't get me wrong it's definitely really long but i think i like i got used to it a little bit more because when you go at like nine in the morning it's a different type of traffic like you're only gonna hit maybe about 10 minutes of traffic and from huntington that's about an hour wait um and then getting we got a new co-worker what? that's from huntington well what's his name uh, her name is Shannon Decker. Shannon Decker? Yeah, she worked at Geico. I forgot to tell you. Dude, really? Yeah. Is she older or our age? She's our age. I think she's like a year younger than me. She hot? Yeah. I'd say so. Nice. Yeah. That's great. I was like, <laughs> but I was like probably I- shouldn't put that on the podcast after a Jared Porter incident, but you know, I think we can all control ourselves. As long as you don't send 62 text messages. 62 unsolicited texts. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. That's so bad. JV, I need you to... That's such I, a crazy, that's so that was such a crazy story, though. And it just, like, came out of nowhere. It wasn't even, like... Well, yeah, but you apparently, know Jeff Passan was, like, sitting on it because the, the girl didn't want it to come out. And, right. And then something changed, and he just reported it. But, like, two months ago, when they first hired him, he... He like went on and on about how he was such a great personality for the job while knowing this. So it's kind of like something's a little off there. Well, I wonder who the Mets are going to hire now. Well, look, I'm, they're not going to hire anybody. They said today, well, at least right this minute. Well, they but they hired they, the assistant was the runner up for the job, right? Another Theo Epstein guy. He was already hired though. Yeah. You mean the assistant GM or whatever? Yeah, so they'll probably just promote him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to be acting. But I, well, I listened to the press conference. Sandy said that right now they're not like going to promote like 
today or actively. I think it was going to – like, Sandy really is the guy in charge. Probably, you know definitely. I mean? I mean, he's yeah. like the – because wasn't he GM at some point too? He was GM, right, for the match at some point? Yeah, he was GM when they went to the World Series. I'm surprised he's not like the GM now. Well, yeah. now he has a higher title, technically. He's like president of baseball operations, right? True, yeah. I think, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, who do you think that the move to, like, mask all this is going to be? Is it George Springer? Well, I heard... What'd you say? What? You said that the next move? Like, what's what's the move that they're going to... That they're gonna make to distract everybody from this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, I think it's gotta come this week. I mean, I heard they were talking to Kiki Hernandez oh. to play like a backup second base role kind of thing, which I feel like wouldn't be the worst thing to add depth like that. No, not at all. Yeah, that would be a good. You know? But um, I don't think you could really expect another like big signing, especially with like the extensions that they have to give out now. But if you come out yeah. with another reliever, which they actually picked up another reliever yesterday yeah. in the uh, yeah the guy uh, from the Padres yeah that three team deal he lefties but he looks pretty good reminds me of like a Madison Bumgarner in a way. So look, I I really first of all, I mean, I guess we're talking about it now, but congrats on Lemayhew because I'm glad that happened. That should have happened the way it did. Thing finally. I mean, I didn't think there was any doubt he wouldn't not go to the Yankees, but well, that was just like, that's crazy because sound. everyone was saying that he wanted like five years, a hundred million, and we got him for six years, ninety million. I, I I feel like the Yankees leaked that out on purpose. Maybe apparently the second highest offer was like four years, fifty something from the Angels. Damn, I I think that Lemayu was just. He, I think eventually he just went to his agent. He was like, enough of the games. I just want to be a Yankee. Sign a contract. Well, you think about it, we're flying through, I mean, February, I mean, a month from now is pitchers and catchers, technically, if they're going on schedule. Yep. So, like, it's getting close to the end. I mean, Real Muto still is not signed, right? Mm-mm. You know? Bauer, I feel like it's pretty... Well, I think Bauer's going to be the drama probably carried out to, like, the last minute. I hope not, but I like. I really do think personally. I think that the. I feel like the Mets like. Okay, I want them to sign Springer. I'm one of those Mets fans that really likes him. So, and I think he'd be really good for the team personally, because I like the idea of adding him and then having Dom Smith, J.D. Davis, and Jeff McNeil kind of being their platoon in a way. I mean, you'd probably put McNeil at second, but then you get Dom and J.D. Davis who kind of come off the bench. Um, you know, and then if you sign Kike Hernandez, he can get in there. Like, the Mets definitely need depth. They don't have depth right now. And that's what's keeping them from, in my opinion, being, like, an elite team. So, I like the Springer um, signing. I think you should go for it. Um, but part of me thinks that they won't, like you said, with the whole luxury tax thing. They don't want to be above that threshold. And he's asking for, obviously, a $600-plus um, million dollar contract, right? So... Well, his asking price no. probably came down with Lemayu's contract, right? That's what they said. I mean, I guess, but so what, like $90 million maybe? I feel like the Mets would go somewhere in the $90 million range. So would so they're going to re-sign Lindor. That, I think that's a given from, from right. their commitment to the trade. Would would you be okay with the trade off of George Springer for Michael Conforto? Because I think that I would I'm, not. I think it's one or the other. I don't think you're gonna have both of those contracts on the book. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I don't. I'd like to think they get both done because Conforto. I don't know how much he's really gonna want and what his value is gonna be. It's gonna probably depend a lot, especially on this year, because he's really only had in the major leagues, like really one, like last year was really his best year. I feel like he kind of came out as like the star that he could be. Um, So I don't know, but you bring up a good point. I would personally more build around Conforto. I think so. You know, he's just more of that kind of, you know, five tool player type potential guy that 
is 27. He's like our age. Like he's still got a lot of potential. And then Springer, I think, you know, he's awesome. But he, you know, I thought about this before. Springer kind of reminds me a little bit, and this might not make any sense to you guys, but the Carlos Delgado signing when they brought him in 2006, like I feel like Springer is that type of signing where, yes, he's got a past where he doesn't maybe have the greatest reputation. We all know what happened with the cheating, but he's a guy that I really believe would come here and create a difference with winning and have postseason experience that no one on the Mets has. Really, Lindor does, right, of course, but he's your superstar you need i feel like a little bit of a, a more veteran type guy that can go in and has the numbers to prove he's been effective and i feel like you got a guy like delgado who yes he wasn't a postseason necessarily like specialist but he was a top free agent signing veteran guy that came in and really took young guys under his wing and was a leader and everything clicked so i just think if the mets want to win now i think springer is really an important piece you know I just think Conforto is so invaluable because it's a it's a way to it's a way to show the other homegrown players from your organization that you'll that they can make money from staying with the Mets. True. Like it's not right. just all hired guns. If you come up and have success through the organization, like they're going to reward you. It's not like a Reyes situation where where they don't have the funds to keep you around once your contract's up. Right. Cool. That was that. That's so sad. I wish they could have kept race and right and right together. Well, that whole thing was just handled the Will Ponds again, man. They, I, I just wasn't handled the right way. But race had some personality issues at that point, though. You know, I feel like he definitely, you know, felt like he. That was the whole time. Remember the whole thing with his wife and everything, where like he just threw his wife through the, uh, the glass door, like. I feel like a lot of his fame went to his head. He kind of had a little bit of personality issue going on. So I feel like the Mets felt that Wright was obviously the better investment because he was the most consistent. Yeah. You know, he was really the guy. You yeah. know, I to be honest with you, I really wasn't as upset that they lost out on Jose. I just didn't. He he started to turn around a little bit personally. That kind of got him distracted, and he really did not do very well when he was with the Marlins or was it where did he go? The Rockies. Yeah, that's, he was, when he got, that's when he got suspended with the Rockies, I think. Yeah, so his after-Mets years really weren't that great. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it takes, just takes you going to one team to really mess up your career. You know? Right. Right. Sad. Sad indeed. It's crazy. But, hey, Brendo. Yeah, listen, I really... No, what you say? I really like the Springer. I really think they should sign him. I'd be really, really happy if they did. I just think he's a piece that – and then the Conforto thing, like, I, it's tough with the extension process, but clearly they haven't even talked to Conforto about an extension. Like, what happens if he just becomes a free agent because his agents are saying so? He does have Scott Boris, so I feel like that might just happen anyway. And then he might just end up resigning with the Mets after all that's done, but he might test free agency because he can you know, and then maybe he tests out free agency, doesn't get what he wants, and the Mets can resign him and afford him, even with Springer. Has the Scott Boris fine even signed any deal yet this offseason? Who? Uh, Has any of Boris's fines? I don't think so. Wait. I mean, does he represent? Who's LeMahieu's agent? No, it's somebody else. He has a random agency. Yeah. I see. Just for the record, if I was a famous baseball player, I'd have you guys be my agents. Fun fact. Thank you, thank you. Same here. You're welcome. Appreciate it. The Yankees almost made a trade, or at least reportedly were in discussions. For? For uh, Luis Castillo. Castillo. That was tough. That was insane. Yeah, and then they... Then they decided to add on the Yankee tax, and it just became ridiculous. I think I'm really, to be honest, I think I'm just, I'm really starting to, to get annoyed with this. Oh, it's the Yankees. Okay, let's ask them for an arm and a leg. Okay, 
let's let I let's ask him for some peanuts, some chips, uh, you know, some juice and well how many what? Well there is a pretty big a pretty long history of guys traded to the Yankees who helped them win World Series. So I guess you don't I guess you don't wanna kind of feed the, the rich more. Like it's a, how many players away are the Yankees from being a World Series winner? Oh, uh, I think two. Yeah, I mean the a start another starting pitcher, and then probably another bullpen piece. It's fair. The offense think they're good if they're healthy. I mean, if everyone stays healthy. healthy. Well, it's the same with the pitching rotation. If everybody stays healthy, but that's the problem. <laughs> They need a, they need a right. good strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, we just changed. Ray, Ray Ramirez is available. Ridiculous. <laughs> but um, no, I mean we'll see. I mean we'll see when it comes to the season. Um, I I, I my personal opinion, I really think I really thought they should have traded Luke Voigt this season, but. We'll see. We'll see if he can, uh, I guess, muster up the off the the season that he had last year. Yeah, that's what they're banking on. I'm guessing. Yeah, but I don't know. They really did stand pat for the most part. Like, I think we we lost Tommy Canley, so that's obviously a loss if he comes back healthy. Yeah. Who else did they add any relievers? I can't remember that far back. Um, they I think they signed Britain back, right? Yeah, we re-signed Britain. Um, let me see. That's a good sign. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't try to move Chapman, or at least there wasn't much noise around trying to move Chapman. He was rated the top, I think, maybe five or six uh, pitcher available. No, reliever available. Yeah. I think that makes sense for next year. Would it be next year? Yeah. I, guess I want Brad Hand, man. Yeah, that during the week where New York teams were just picking up every single player available, that was the last rumor, right? That the Mets got Brad Hand, but it, I think it was. I thought they got him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it might have been premature. Yeah, just like. But yeah, that sounded like that sounded like a done deal from what what they were saying. Right, just like the Yankees with Luis Castillo. Well, <laughs> yeah, that would have been big if that worked out. Well, I mean, I think the Yankees are gonna address the need for a starting pitcher. It just really. It just depends on, like, you know, who the starting pitcher is going to be. So, you got Kluber. Oh, so, yeah. Wait, so, you got... Can talk about that. That I love that signing. That's a great... That's such yeah. a good signing in the best way possible. Yeah, if he, if he is, like, 75% of the Cy Young Kluber, then we have... That's our number two pitcher right there. We don't even need Severino to come back completely dominant like he used Uh-oh. to be. Uh-oh. But, I think I have some bad news for you, Brendan. But, Looks like the the Blue Jays what? and George Springer Jays. are coming to a uh, closer to an agreement. That's not bad news. The Mets have been close with him for for months now. They wash his feet. They take him out to dinner. Well, apparently, some people are saying like some people are saying that they came into agree. It's like I guess one of those premature things. Some people came to get he. Came to an agreement. Some people were saying why. Well, listen, that why would he play with the Blue Jays? Like, let's like so. Yes, their lineup would be really good, but like, what is there? What's besides? So we get a new president tomorrow, right? So you can't make the argument that there's a better president in Canada because Trump is gone, right? So what's so? Well, Canada's awesome to live in, but isn't there like, um bunch of different things that are not cool about playing in Canada. Well, you can't, besides the fact that they can't even play in Canada yeah. right now. <laughs> well that and the money. I think the money nice. I think the money nice. plays a factor.
well, I mean, doesn't wouldn't Deshaun Watson, for example, want to sign with the Dolphins over the Jets because there's no state income tax? See, I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure after because you have to. It depends on where you actually play the game. So I think by the time you like prorate it like that, I'm pretty sure the taxes are like immaterial to these guys. Well, Unless, for that much money. Like they probably they probably spend the amount that they save on taxes like in one day. Right. On like one Bugatti or whatever or whatever they want to buy. Dave, how long have you been doing tap people's taxes for? Three years. Three years. Have you ever seen like a crazy insane return from somebody? Well, I, I usually do more corporations than individuals. Ooh, I I have a few questions about uh, like filing for corporate, I guess tax stuff, but I can ask that afterwards. <laughs> sure, I don't know if I can help you, but I could try to research okay. the answer. Um, back to baseball. Sorry. Yeah, what were you? Ta- oh, uh, sign- why would someone sign with the Blue Jays? I mean, it gives you a chance to win. And in the life of the contract, all their young players will will come money. together. And they've had a pretty active off season too. Today they signed Kirby. Yates, yeah, don't. Yeah, so the Kirby Yates thing was awesome. I mean, but who just... like? Do you think Vlad Guerrero is going to be a superstar? Man, he lost a lot of weight. He looks in good shape. Do you think Bo Bichette's a superstar? I don't know. Bobichet, I think, like, he just has the kind of swing that it's just fun to watch. I, I guess there's knocks against his fielding, but his swing is pretty pretty. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Biggio, too. Biggio is great. Yeah, I know. He's really good. And then you've also got Gary L, who's pretty solid, too. Yeah. Like, they, they definitely have pieces. Like, my whole thing would be, if I'm George Springer, especially if you're T saying he wants to end, like, be close to Connecticut and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. obviously important for obvious reasons. New York is closer. But I feel like when you look at the roster that the Mets have, I think mm-hmm. he would be more inclined to want to – like if he wants to win now, I feel like the roster the Mets have is much more of a winnable-looking roster, especially with the competition with the Blue Jays because the Yankees are just much better. The Blue Jays I don't think will be relevant personally in the ALEs. Well, the, I, it depends what you think of the race because – I do they think the Rays are great. The Rays could either be good or they could be a 500 team. And if they drop down, yeah, and the Blue the Jays will move right made, better. The Blue Jays are the second, mm-hmm. are the second team. Yeah, Whereas but I can the see the Blue Jays. There's so you could make the argument all five teams, maybe not the Phillies. All five teams at least could be. I mean, to be honest, I think the Blue Jays have an easier path to the World Series than the Mets do. See, I I just feel like the Blue Jays are the type of team that will just always, even with a solid young core roster, at best be like 84 and 78 in a full season. Like, they're not the type of dominant team the Yankees would be. And I feel like if they get to the postseason, for whatever reason, I don't think they'd beat the Yankees. I think that the White Sox look really good. I feel like their time is coming, you know? Um, I mean, you... <laughs> so, I think... But the Mets, I think the, the, I would say like the NL East, I would agree is going to be insanely competitive. I mean, the freaking Nationals, man, that pitching rotation, didn't they yeah, just, just sign what's his John name, Lester. John Lester? Like that's nuts. So it's like it's Strasburg, Lester, Corbin, Scherzer, Sanchez, and like who's Sanchez? that fifth guy? They don't. That's yeah, nuts. Yeah, Anibal Sanchez. That's freaking nuts, man. I agree the Phillies are not really competitive right there, but the Braves are top, right? So I feel like if you get Springer on the Mets with Lindor, I think that is a much more attractive, in my opinion, potential for a competitive postseason baseball than the Blue Jays, who I feel like don't really have that superstar type player the way the Mets do with Lindor. Because I don't think when George Springer go, I don't think George Springer when he goes to a team, I don't think his two eighty two ninety average is going to make him be like, you know, would you guys consider him like who's better, him or Lindor, or is that even a that's question? a tough comp? Oof, that's tough. You think so? I think so. I don't know, man. I right. feel like Lindor is more valid like right now. Lindor is like, you can build a franchise around Lindor. 
Yeah, I think I think I'd give the edge to Lindor because Springer always he's kind of similar to Conforto actually because like he he always has a really hot start to the season, then he'll get injured for a couple couple weeks. I mean, he's played 140 games three times in his career, so I guess he's played full seasons. Right. I don't know. I just like George Springer in the line. Like, I guess he'd bet third. Like, well... I think you, he's your lead yeah. Off, right? yeah, for the Mets, he'd bet lead off. I feel like for the Blue Jays, I feel like he bats third. The Mets lineup is getting a little crowded there. I, but, like, don't you need depth like that, though? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you get Springer, then you have, like, a true platoon situation where you can just put multiple people out and, like, give Pete Alonso a break when, the, you know, a righty's playing and put Dom Smith in. Like, I just think that's more of a winning formula than not signing Springer and then signing a guy like, you know, Jackie Bradley Jr., which, although I, I'd be okay with that if they did that because they save money and I would rather – I know they need pitching and all that stuff, but – I just think offensively, like, just how awesome would that be? Because I don't think a guy like J.D. Davis or Dom Smith, as much as I love them, I mean, I think Dom Smith has proven that he could be more of, like, an everyday bat, at least, in the lineup. J.D. Davis had an unreal 2019. 2020, he was okay. But I feel like Springer is a much is obviously an upgrade, you know, over the both of them. So I think having those guys be your depth guys – makes the Mets offense a lot more dangerous than, you know, I don't know. I like Nimmo a lot, but I just feel like Springer is an upgrade. Why not get him? He'll add value. He's not going to be invaluable. Like, he won't cause problems. True. I really want him. Badly. You can see. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about Bauer? His for me, his stick has gotten a little bit old at this point. Yeah, I'm over it. Like, why are you posting videos wearing teams' hats when you're not even in negotiations like, with them? Like, just. Like, there already... hasn't been any report saying that he's close with the Mets, and yet he's posting a video with the Mets hat on explaining why the trade for Carrasco like, was good. Can he just sign with the Angels already? Like, I'm getting tired of it. Jesus. Yeah, I'm okay with him going to the Angels. I think he's old news. Yeah. Kluber is a steal, man. I kind of wish the Mets got him. Like, I also... Kluber's awesome. I, I put him and Carrasco yeah. in the same boat, though. Like, right after... Really? Since Kluber... Kluber's only pitched like twenty innings over the past two years. I feel like Kluber's a much better pitcher. Yeah, like, like three years ago when he was fully healthy, it's two taking two seasons off is a lot. You're right. I would I would say that they're on the same level, like Carrasco. One more. I'm pulling. Obviously, he missed a little More'd bit like of time with his, uh, with his illness. <laughs> Last season was half a season, a third of a season. Right. Yeah, he had an ERA under yeah. three and twelve starts. If if you look since two thousand fourteen, he's only had an ERA over two point three twice. Damn. You think? And one of them was two thousand nineteen, where he obviously got sick and missed part of the you year. You think that um the Yankees are going to resign Tanaka? I don't. I haven't heard anything about him. Oh, they're not going to sign Paxton. I would want Tanaka back. I think that Paxton could have success for another team. I well, actually, Tanaka's been linked the to the Padres, but the Padres who just keep on making moves. They picked up. Uh, yeah, Joe but now Musco. they. Have, I doubt they have like a freaking like like a draft pool anymore. Like a, it's crazy. They trade everybody. Well, apparently they haven't even been trading. Like, no, because, yeah, that's the crazy part, guys. though. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't know. Part of me wants to pump the brakes with the hype, though, because AJ Preller's done this like three times since he got hired, where he's put together a, an off-season super team, and then they've made yeah. the playoffs once. So like, I, I kind of want to see it happen, how the pieces come together. Like, do you remember when they signed, like, Matt Kent, yeah. Justin Umpton, 
I forgot who else that off season, but they spent a lot of money and it crashed and burned in the first. I, mean, I do think it's a little season. different because they were they've proven, I guess, this past year that you know they can be good, especially with you know their young their young talent, which I was very impressed with. Um, but and I'm gonna say this like I'm gonna tell every team the same way. This year is gonna be the real season to see who was a pretender last season. Because last season was 60 games. You saw some you saw a few teams that were like a little suspicious about making it to the postseason. But for instance, like the Marlins. Like, come on. Like the Marlins over uh what was it, 162 game season will make the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. They didn't go anywhere. They didn't go away last That's year. That's true. They're like an That's annoying. True. But I. But I do. I do think you're right. Like, I personally think that the Nationals just took the year off, and said we're going to come back next year because obviously their pitchers threw so many innings in the playoffs and everything. So I, I fully expect them to have a bounce back year. Yeah. I, I think there. I think there will be some pretenders. I mean. Sorry, I'm back. What are the playoffs going to look like? I did, not anything? yet. What was your question, JB? Think... No, we're talking. I was basically telling Dave. I think that this year it's going to showcase who were the pre- who were the pretenders were last year. Yeah, I agree. Because last year was so like a team like the Marlins. You know, sixty game season. You know, th- they had some fight in them when they saw like after thirty games. Oh, we we're in the we're in the NL East. We're, we're in the lead. So, like, they're not motivated them to play better, which was great. Heck, and the, the fact that they even, like, made it past the wild card round is ridiculous. But, you know, I, you know um, I really hope makes it the Reds. I really hope they do well, man. You know? Please don't give Dave that. Don't give Dave that lunacy. Please. Well, Dave, you're also a big Marlins guy. Yeah, I was. You were. I was right about them last year. I just didn't put any money. To be honest with you, yeah, that would have been. I heard. Um, I, I. That's what usually happens. Um, your your money line bets from the weekend, man. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I know. Well, the Browns, the Browns almost did it. I don't know why Kevin Stefanski punted. If if he doesn't, and he goes for and then Chad Henney and they run get was it, just like a sign game. of God or something. That just was nuts. <laughs> The fact yeah. I- I'm surprised he didn't get hurt on that play too. You think he's gonna play on Sunday, or on think Mahomes will make it? I think I think the NFL put the concussion protocols <laughs> to the side to best player in the game. I don't think there's any way that uh, <laughs> that Goodell lets that any start for the Chiefs. I actually think I actually think either way the the Bills the Browns win the even with the, Browns, the Bills win the game. Yeah, I think either way that they're the they're the. Yeah, I hope it's like high scoring, right you know, like a super high scoring, yeah. like 30, 40 point game type thing. And I. Well, that's what it, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, and I feel like the Packers year, are probably going to win. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm. I'm dreading the Packers winning. I just don't like. I just don't like them. But it's also playoff yeah, Tom Brady. At this so point, I'm getting tired of betting it's Tom Brady. So I, I'm just going to bet that he's going to make it. <laughs> That's funny. I just think that he has the motivation to prove, okay, I did an AFC. Now watch me go do it in the NFC too. I mean, he got $500,000 for making it to the – the NFC title game, so right. I'm sure True. he has some kind that of contract. Also. contract uh, we haven't talked about this. What do you think about the season for the MLB? You think they're going to do the whole thing? Well, the players want less games. Or no, the, the owners want to push back so they can get everyone everyone vaccinated and yeah, the players want to play a full season, right? I mean, I I'm okay. I don't. I feel like they should be talking about that now, considering players are probably making their travel plans. I mean, yeah, dude, it'll be here before point. we know it. 
true. Really? Yeah, me I too. I think they'll play the whole season. I hope so. I think we'll see. And then we'll probably have a strike for the entire yeah. 2022 season. I'm going to confidently, hopefully, that. say that they have a full season with everything. Maybe a shortened spring training, but, like, full season starts on schedule, and then they have, like, a couple of fans that already have season tickets or something be part of the uh, the stands, you know? I feel like Cuomo will let that happen, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think season ticket holders will, def- will definitely get to go to games. I'm not sure if they'll let enough people right. in so that other people can get they'll the tickets. They'll probably sell them. But I think that you'll probably see like 10 to 15,000 fans. Well, how many did they let seven, in? Was that 7,000? Yeah. Around there. Oh, so maybe maybe around there. I don't know. We'll just keep it at that amount. I just hope that yeah, they... Yeah, thanks. My, uh, my girlfriend was trying to get the vaccine, and, like, she can't find an appointment. She's a teacher, and, like, there's literally no vaccine appointments at all. And there's, like, such a shortage of doses, apparently. And when Jones Beach opened up, like, apparently they booked until April 15th or something. What? So it's, like, really difficult right now to get vaccinated. Well, they have to give two doses yeah. of medical yeah. professionals first, right? That's the rule. Makes sense. Craziness, huh? <laughs> Insane. I feel like we missed something big that happened recently. Uh, uh, oh, that was weird. <laughs> well, we haven't. This is the yeah, first yeah. one in like a month. Well, Lindor right? got traded to the Mets. We haven't talked about that, but we already know how awesome that is. Which I was kind of not necessarily saying I yeah. had to do right away. I thought it was more important to sign free agents, but the trade they did was just beautiful. Yeah, so, I was kind of shocked by it. I guess I, I didn't was see so coming. surprised. How about this? Who do you think has the best nickname in Major nickname? Baseball? Like current player? The Mets have some pretty good ones. Lindor's Mr. Smile, Carrasco's Cookie. Pete Alonzo's polar bear. Conforto None is, of them are number Conforto one. Conforto is scooter. Thor is, Thor is number six. Wait, who's, who's number, number one? Yeah, who's number one? For current uh, players, nicknames, who, who's, who oh, votes for I this? Like it. the fans? Um, It's, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, It's by Michael Clare. Was it El, El, from El Nino? Shit. That's close. That's um, number three. The best nickname. Is it, is it like funny? Wait. Uh, most popular? Funny. The... No, just the best. Is it Acuna's nickname? Guy. Does he have one? Um, I don't... Where is Acuna? No, he's not in judge? the top ten. Damn it. Judge is 14. Um, Gary Sanchez yeah. is the Kraken, number 21. <laughs> Wait, who the fuck do you know that? Wasn't it, um... Uh... The best one is El Majo. For oh, yes! Javier Baez. It means ah, the magician. That's yeah. pretty good, yeah. The magician. That's a pretty good one, I guess. Uh... I wonder if you think they're going to do the Players Weekend jerseys like where they time. have nicknames again. I kind of like the jerseys. I mean, we'll see. I think... I forgot what some of them were, but some of them were kind of stupid, I remember. I don't know. I feel like the MLB has to, like, do a better job, like, targeting, like, younger audiences. Eh! They should just use, let, 
let people use steroids again. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're kidding. Don't worry. <clears throat> no, but like promoting players on like. Oh, by the way, my, my do you guys follow Trevor May on Instagram? Do you know what he does? He's a Twitch no, guy. Yeah. Like, he has a whole gaming channel. It's absolutely hilarious. Well, you know. He's I... so freaking funny, dude. Yeah, Glaber does it too. But, like, I love, like, Trevor May, like, loves cats and stuff. Like, he's such a weirdo. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> like, he put a Zoom, on a Zoom call, he put a cat picture up for all the reporters to see. It was freaking hilarious. Like. Yeah, apparently the Mets awesome. are loaded with personality now. Like, Lindor, Lindor is a pretty mm-hmm. big, yeah, big I got a lot personality of guy, too. Yeah, Trevor May is my girlfriend's favorite Met now because of the Twitch and the uh, the cat-loving thing. Yeah, you He also check. throws super hard. Really? Yeah, he throws like 98, 99, 100 pretty consistently. Jeez. I mean, he's also 6'5", tall guy. The Mets' average height in their bullpen is like 6'6". Six, six. Well, it's not that big, but you've got Dylan Matanzas, Brad Brock's like 6'6". Six, six. Oh, yeah, I forgot uh, Batanzas. Is, I guess they picked up his option. Yeah, he had a one-year one year deal. Makes sense. Uh, the Mets be... actually avoid arbitration with every player except for J.D. Davis. Mm, well, I guess because he felt he was worth more. <laughs> I also saw Carlos Carrasco yeah. going to arbitration. He's definitely leaving the Astros. Carlos Correa, you mean? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think so too. But then who's gonna who's gonna want to sign him? I think a shortstop in the prime is yeah. Be, as long as big mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy how the Astros team just blew up. Everybody probably wants to get away from there. Well, apparently their old uh, GM did, like, a interview now, like a tell-all really? story about what happened. Because, like, he kind of got thrown out under the bus, I think is how he feels right. who, about it. Like, he took the fall. Who was, was the, uh, the GM at that time? Because AJ Hinch was the manager, right? Um, Let me look it up. Yeah. I think it's Jeffrey Lurie. No, just, no, that's the. Uh, no, that's the Eagles owner. Oh, Jeff Luna. Jeff Luna. He got fired the same time Cora did. But he like, he came out and started throwing players under the bus and stuff, so it really hurt his reputation. And now I guess he's doing it again. Did you guys see the the first year Hall of Fame voter who <laughs> turned in a blank? No, yeah, I didn't hear that. He said we're that working. none of the players on the ballot were Hall of Fame players on the field, yeah, and then, so he and left it blank. <laughs> like, why did these guys get? That's so shitty. That's that's the most annoying thing when these Hall of Fame voters make it about about themselves and not Dude, that's really actually shitty, voting man. for the Hall of Fame. Like if if he did that and he just stayed quiet about it, then like it's okay. But when you when you post an article about it right after, you're just trying to get views on. I think on the most so fucked up, man. On your page. Well, this I think stuff, the you most don't deserve, you don't deserve a vote is like that. when they'll like you'll have someone like Ken Griffey Jr. Um, and he'll get like ninety nine percent of the vote, and you'll have that one person that's like. Yeah, I voted no for him in the Hall of Fame because it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? <laughs> you really think Ken Griffey Jr. shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame? Like, what? Ridiculous. Yeah, that's why the that's why the whole publicizing voting percentages is just stupid. Like, who can if someone? No one remembers if you got in on the 
Well, maybe they remember if you were first ballot because they say first ballot, but no one remembers if you're in on the third ballot or the tenth Unless ballot. You're it doesn't really matter. You're a whole famer. It's just uh, so stupid the whole Hall of Fame process. Really diluted too. It's like it's pretty much the Hall of Really Good at this point. Yeah, I, that's so funny, man. I had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> that's so stupid. It's so shitty. <laughs> fucking it's really funny though. Fucking, oh, it's really that's actually freaking hilarious. What's his name's on the ballot this year? Nick Swisher, <laughs> right? Like what? What? Yeah, yeah, him and Shane Victorino. I love Nick Swisher. Great personality guy. Swisher is yeah, Swisher's a stretch. But if this man makes it to the Hall of Fame, I swear, I don't know what I'd do. I would just quit. So funny. So the no, I I really think I would just quit watching baseball at that point. If he makes the Hall of Fame, I what? Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, he probably won't even get a vote. He'll be like, somebody... Maybe, maybe like, like two I voted for Nick Swisher in the Hall of Fame because I think he has a legitimate case. What? <laughs> he brings personality into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Man. So the Padres made all these trades. They still have three of the top 50... Prospects crazy. They're all pretty young, except they have one catcher who might who might make some uh some and Wait, are you talking about the ones they have now currently? I forgot his name. Oh. No, not not Nola. They have another one. Let's see the Yankees' yeah. top prospect. It has to be Dominguez. Oof. Yeah, no, and he's ranked forty-eighth. <laughs> then we have a bunch of guys who are. They say they're prospects, but like Clark Smith yeah. and Debbie Garcia had pretty much full years in the MLB last yeah. year. Floriel, I'd still consider a prospect. Getting close to bust. Let's see the Mets. Yeah, Peter Crow Armstrong the fourth. Who? He's not actually not actually yeah, he's fourth. The he's just Peter Crow Armstrong by like putting that after his name. Nice. That's the fourth name. Though. Ronnie Mercusio is Tim the Tito's number four number one prospect. <laughs> More like two hundred and four. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the Mets farm system is young. They're all in able. That's, well, that's also why Cohen was saying they couldn't trade for uh, who was it? Oh, for Ian Snell and someone else. They weren't. They couldn't make the trades the Padres were making because their farm system's just too young. You can't blame them, you know. Yeah, the Rays. I want to say that Rays usually look for major league ready talent, so they could just plug them, plug them in. Jeez. And Jared Kulenic's <laughs> number nine. I know a lot of Mets fans have their eyes right. kept on him. Who's the number one prospect in baseball he's, he's overall be right now? Wander Franco. Of course, nineteen-year-old shortstop for the Rays. Rays. <laughs> yeah, He's only nineteen, but I feel like I've heard his name before, like a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Man, all these, all these, bro- so all sad. these so are younger than us now. Past our prime. Patrick Mahomes is younger than me, and he makes five hundred million dollars. It's crazy. Do I do I sense jealousy? Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm very jealous. Bit. How could you not? I mean, his father was an MLB 
pro. A Mets. A Mets legend. He was not a legend. That's a joke. But he was still a Met. He was a good no, reliever. He was a, uh, no, he was a hitter. Uh, he played for the Yankees, yeah. I think, too. Yeah, I think so. Are you sure? Yankees? I, I think that. Oh, he did. Let me see. No, he was a pitcher. He was 42 and 40. Oh, I thought he was an Weird. I thought he was like a Babe Ruth. Oh, he played for 11 no, seasons. I think he was too. a middle reliever. It's crazy. His best year looks like it was yep. with the Mets. 1999. Jeez. ERA in the mid threes. This year the Mets made the. Uh... What's it called? Touchdown. No, that was 98. Uh, 98. Got it. All right, well, guys, I think um, we've covered a lot of good stuff today. Yeah, I would say so. I enjoyed our conversation. Go. I really hope that Springer stay. I read that they're going to have it be this week that he decides where he goes. All right. Yeah, it's kind of at the yeah. point where you have to make a decision. Final, final predictions. Mets or, Mets or Blue Jays? Mets. I'm, I'm going to be more optimistic. I'll say Blue Jays. Because I think his career ends with, with the Blue Jays. I'm sorry, Brenda, but I think he's going to Toronto. We'll see. It's okay. I think the Mets pull it off for like $90 million. I think Steve Cohen has proved that he pretty much is the board. So I think that he can basically do whatever he wants, and he'll find a way to have it be freaking $90 million, save money for the Mets, and everybody wins. And Steve, I trust. Yeah, at this point, you have to. He's he's uh, he's not giving me a reason right to not trust so him right now. I feel you. I feel you. We'll see. Yeah, we will see indeed. All right, cool. Well, next week, next week we'll probably have a more. We can start doing maybe predictions of the year. I'm fine with that. Or is that too soon? Yeah, I think. That's around the around the right time. We like, can look into some uh, some futures, like who, early postseason pictures. Each division, postseason. I'm sorry, early like season predictions. Yeah, same. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Oh, good. Take care, Thanks guys. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great day. Take care.